Welcome to Zikhu Daf Simani Member Rabbi Ram Goldarian. Today, Mazagas Baba Kama Daf Pei Base, the seventh parak Maruba. This stuff has been dedicated as a schus, but the Rafur Shlema Farachu Basfega. So the three types are going to focus on him. One of the more or less ten tekanas which Ezra enacted, one of which is Bekorim Bishin Bechemishi. They read from the Torah Monday and Thursday. The more asked that this was instituted much earlier when the Jews were traveling in the desert. The Pusik says they went for three days, but did not find water. This is Darshan in Mayim El Torah. Water is only intended to refer to Torah as in the Pusik, everyone who is thirsty should go to water. It means that the Jews went for three days without Torah and became exhausted. The prophets among them instituted they should read from the Torah on Shabbos, Monday, and Thursday to ensure that they would never have three consecutive days without Torah. So why then is it referred to Ezra's enactment? The Gemara answers that the original enactment only required one person reading three psukim, or three people reading three, corresponding to the three groups of Jews, Kohanim, Levim, and Israelim. Ezra instituted that three people read a total of ten psukim, corresponding to Asar Batlanim, the ten unoccupied men of the city. Pointing to Ezra's eighth tekana was, that a woman shall comb her hair to remove any chatzitza, and then immerse herself in the mikvah. The Gemara said this requirement is the rice because Abraisa Darshan's the Pasik, Rachas is Basara Bamaim, and he shall immerse his flesh in the water, teaching that there should be no matter interposing between his flesh and the water. Es Basaro refers to Esatafel Basaro, that which is auxiliary to one's flesh, namely hair. Since the law of Chatzitz applies to hair biblically, why was Ezra's Takana required? The Gemara answers the rice of Biblically, one would only be required to examine the hair. For perhaps it's not it, or somewhat dirty, thereby invalidating the tefillah because of a chatzitza. Ezra instituted the woman comb their hair to ensure that there is no chatzitza. And pointing with you, the Mishnah Daf Ein Tes stated, One may not raise swine anywhere. Abraisa gives a background for this decree. When the Chashmonite descendant Hurkanus was besieging his brother Aristobulus in Yerushalayim, a basket with money would be lowered to the besiegers, who would send back up a lamb for that day's carpentamid. An old man who was familiar with Greek wisdom, a secretive method of communication used by aristocrats, secretively informed those outside, As long as they're occupied with the avoda, they'll not be delivered into your hands. The next day, the besiegers put a swine into the basket, which stuck its hooves into the wall, and Eretz Yisrael shook over 400 parsa. At that time, they declared, Cursed is the man who raises swine, and cursed is the man who teaches his son Greek wisdom. The Gemara clarifies that this refers to Greek wisdom, not the Greek language. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gemara lists ten tekanos, which Ezra enacted, one of which is, They read from the Torah on Monday and Thursday. The Gemara asks that this was instituted much earlier when the Jews were traveling in the desert. The Pasuk says they went for three days, but did not find water. This is darshan in Mayim El Torah. Water is only intended to refer to Torah as in the Pasuk, Everyone who is thirsty should go to water. It means that the Jews went for three days without Torah and became exhausted. The prophets among them instituted they should read from the Torah on Shabbos, Monday and Thursday, to ensure that they would never have three consecutive days without Torah. So why then is it referred to Ezra's enactment? The Gemara answers that the original enactment only required one person reading three psukim, or three people reading three, corresponding to the three groups of Jews, Kohanim, Levim, and Israelim. Ezra instituted that three people read a total of ten psukim, corresponding to Asar Batlanim, the ten unoccupied men of the city. Pointing to Ezra's eighth tekana was, that a woman shall comb her hair to remove any chatzitza, and then immerse herself in the mikvah. 
The Gemara said this requirement is the rice because a brice darshans the pasik, Rachas is Besar Bamaim, and he shall immerse his flesh in the water, teaching that there should be no matter interposing between his flesh and the water. Es Besaro refers to Es Atafil Besaro, that which is auxiliary to one's flesh, namely hair. Since the law of Chatzitz applies to hair biblically, why was Ezra's Takana required? The more answers, the Biblically, one would only be required to examine the hair. Dilemiktor, for perhaps it's not it. midi, or somewhat dirty. Mishim Chatzitza, thereby invalidating the tefillah because of a Chatzitza. Ezra instituted the woman comb their hair to ensure that there is no Chatzitza. And pointing with you, the Mishan Daf Ein Tes stated, One may not raise swine anywhere. Abraisa gives a background for this decree. When the Chashmonite descendant Hurkanus was besieging his brother, Aristobulus, in Yerushalayim, a basket with money would be lowered to the besiegers, who would send back up a lamb for that day's carpentami. An old man who was familiar with Greek wisdom, a secretive method of communication used by aristocrats, secretively informed those outside, As long as they're occupied with the avoda, they'll not be delivered into your hands. The next day, the besiegers put a swine into the basket, which stuck its hooves into the wall, and Eretz Yisrael shook over 400 parsa. At that time, they declared, Cursed is the man who raises swine, and cursed is the man who teaches his son Greek wisdom. The Gemara clarifies that this refers to Greek wisdom, not the Greek language. All right, so now we go to Simon Duff Pei Base, and our standard Simon is peanut butter. Peanut butter. So here goes. During the Monday morning Kriya Satora on the peanut farm, as the Pasuk about the Yidden not finding water for three days was read, a man barged in and said that his wife got peanut butter stuck in her hair and was having a hard time combing it out, and said he noticed a pig in a peanut sack hanging on a rope on the outside wall. So once again, slow motion. During the Monday morning Kriya Satora on the peanut farm, peanut farm, that must be on Duff Pei Base, peanut butter. During the Monday morning Kriya Satora on the peanut farm, as the Pasuk about the Yidden not finding water for three days was read, which reminds us, the Gemara lists ten takanas which Ezra enacted, one of which is Vakorn B'Shenu B'Chamishi. They read from the Torah Monday and Thursday. The Gemara said this was instituted much earlier when the Jews were traveling in the desert. The Pasuk says they went for three days, but did not find water. And this is darshaned in Mayim El Torah. Water is only intended to refer to Torah. So why then is it referred to as Ezra's enactment? The right answer is that the original enactment only required one person reading three psukim, or three people reading three, corresponding to the three groups of Jews, Kohanim, Levim, and Yisraelim. Ezra instituted that three people read a total of ten psukim, corresponding to the Asara Batanim, the ten unoccupied men of the city. So, during the Monday morning Kriya tour on the peanut farm, as the Pasuk about the Yid not finding water for three days was read, a man barged in and said that his wife got peanut butter stuck in her hair and was having a hard time combing it out, which reminds us, Ezra's eighth takana was, Shetei that a woman shall comb her hair to remove any chatzitza and then immerse herself in the mikvah. The Gemara said this requirement is a derisa and answers that derisa one would only be required to examine the hair, for perhaps it's knotted or somewhat dirty, thereby invalidating the tefillah because of a chatzitza. Ezra Institute that women comb their hair to ensure that there's no chatzitza. So, during the Monday morning Kriya tour on the peanut farm, as the Pasuk about the Yid not finding water for three days was read, a man barged in and said that his wife got peanut butter stuck in her hair and was having a hard time combing it out, and said he noticed a pig in a peanut sack hanging on a rope 
on the outside wall, which reminds us, the Mishnah Daf Ein Tes stated, One may not raise swine anywhere. This is based on the incident when Hyrcanus was besieging his brother Astaboas in Yushalayim. When the besiegers put a swine into the basket that was meant for the land that would be used for the daily avoda, and it stuck its hooves into the wall, and Eretz Yisrael shook. 400 parsa. At that time, they declared, Cursed is the man who raises swine. So once again, during the Monday morning Kriya Torah on the peanut farm, as the Pasuk about the Yid not finding water for three days was read, a man barged in and said that his wife got peanut butter stuck in her hair and was having a hard time combing it out, and said he noticed a pig in a peanut sack hanging on a rope on the outside wall. All right, so now it's time for four blabach hazara. Daf Ein Ches. So the similar Daf Ein Ches is a child going, ach. So here goes. The anti-veggie boys who went, ach, ach, that must be more in Daf Ein Ches. The anti-veggie boys who went ugh when they found out their firstborn donkey could not be redeemed with kolaim of a sheep and a goat because of the exclusion of se, which reminds us, Rava taught, Anywhere that se is stated, it is only to exclude kolaim, a crossbreed. Having established that the crossbreed is not excluded from Dalvei, the Gemara asks where the exclusion was applied. It answers regarding redemption of a firstborn donkey, which a Mishnah teaches cannot be redeemed with a crossbreed from a sheep and a goat. So the anti-veggie boys who went ugh when they found out their firstborn donkey could not be redeemed with the climb of a sheep and a goat because of the exclusion of Seh threw their vegetables at the thief who returned a bird for their father's ola bull he stole, which reminds us the more discusses whether one can pay for a stolen ola with a lamb or bird where the owner designated a shore. So the anti-veggie boys who went ugh when they found out their firstborn donkey could not be redeemed with the climb of a sheep and a goat because of the exclusion of threw their vegetables at the thief who returned a bird for their father's ola bull he stole, and at a second thief who didn't have to pay doll to hay for the sheep he stole and sold because he left over one hundredth of the meat from the sale. Which reminds us, the next mission states, If the thief sold all but one hundredth of the animal, he does not pay doll to hay. Rav explains, this means, except for something which becomes permitted through shechita, meaning its meat, as opposed to its hide, horn, or wool, which would not constitute an exclusion in the sale. Other opinions are brought. Dafein Tess. So the similar Dafein Tess is a pen, and we often use a sofa with a quill. So here goes. The Shomer who did Meshicha on the Sofer's cow, Sofer, that must be run tough. Ein Tess, eight, pen. The Shomer who did Meshicha on the Sofer's cow to guard it until it was to be shechted and its skin would be used as parchment, which reminds us that we learned Meshicha was also instituted for Shomrim, so that a Shomer does not assume responsibility for the item before doing Meshicha and is not liable as soon as he agrees to watch it. So the Shomer who did Meshicha on the Sofer's cow to guard it until it was to be shechted and his skin would be used as parchment was held up by a gosling out in the open who didn't fear him or Hashem, which reminds us, Reyochim and Zakai explained why the Torah was stricter with a ganav to be careful in Dalvehei. This gosling equated the servant's honor to his master's honor by fearing no one. And this Ganav did not equate the servant's honor with his master's honor by being afraid of men, but not of Hashem. Rabbi Gamaliel compared it with two people who made a feast, one who invited the townsfolk, but not the king's sons, and the other who invited neither. The punishment of the former who gave more respect to the townsfolk is greater. So the Shomer who did Meshicha on the silver's cow to guard it until it was to be shechted and its skin would be used as parchment was held up by a goslin out in the open who didn't fear him. Or Hashem, while a humiliated gun of carrying a sheep on his shoulder snuck by, who would only be chayv, Daud, which reminds us, Tanaim explained why one pays fivefold for stealing and shechting or selling an ox, but only fourfold for a sheep. 
Rabbi Yochum and Zakai said, Borei kamagalo kvod habrios. Come and see how great is human dignity. Shor shahalach l'raglav chamisha for an ox, which walked with the thief on its own feet, he pays fivefold. But for a sheep which he carried on his shoulders, humiliating himself, he pays only fourfold. Daf Pei, so the Simmer Daf Pei is a painter. So here goes. The sad painter, painter, that must be more in Daf Pei. The sad painter painting pictures of his sheep and goats he had to sell on the walls of his studio, which reminds us, on the previous stuff, the Mishnah stated, One may not raise small domesticated animals in Eretz Israel because of their tendency to wander into and graze in other people's property. In Abraisa was taught, Rosh Hashanah, a shepherd who has repented from raising small animals in Eretz Israel. We do not obligate him to sell them all immediately, which might prevent him from selling them for fear of financial loss. Rather, he may sell them little by little. So the sad painter painting pictures of his sheep and goats he had to sell on the walls of his studio didn't notice the black cat son of a white cat attack his little son's hand, which reminds us, the Gemara waits, that a cat once cut off the hand of a child, whereupon Rav declared publicly, it's permit to kill a cat, it's forbidden to keep it, it has no prohibition against stealing it, and concerning it, there's no obligation of returning a lost item to its owner. So the sad painter painting pictures of his sheep and goats he had to sell on the walls of his studio didn't knows the black cat son of a white cat attack his little son's hand by the door that never opened since the day he got the notice that his appointment to get smicha was cancelled. Which reminds us, the Gemara quotes three statements from the sons of Rapapa, one of them being, A door which is closed on a person's success will not quickly be opened. Marzutra explains it refers to smicha ordination, meaning if someone was supposed to receive smicha but was prevented, it will not be easily achieved. Daf Pei'ov, so the simon Daf Pei'ov is a grandpa. So here goes. The grandpa, grandpa, that must be more on Daf Pei'ov. The grandpa posting a sign with ten conditions for when his grandchildren divide his property, which reminds us it was taught in the Brisa Asar Tanaim Hisna Yeshua. Yeshua stipulated ten conditions with Kal Yisrael when dividing Eretz Yisrael and then goes on to list them. So the grandpa posting a sign with ten conditions for when his grandchildren divide his property, who saw two great rabbis walk along the side of his field to avoid the obstacles on Bavel Street, which reminds us, the Gemara relates that Shmuel and Rav Yehuda were walking on the road in Bavel, and Shmuel turned to the side of the road to avoid the obstacles in the road. Rav Yehuda asked if Yeshua's conditions apply in Bavel, and Shmuel replied, Shani Omer afil Yes, because I say they apply even abroad, and certainly in Bavel. So the grandpa posting a sign with ten conditions for when his grandchildren divide his property, who saw two great rabbis walk along the side of his field to avoid the obstacles on Bavel Street, didn't realize that one of his grandkids had gotten lost in the vineyard until the kid cut his way through and appeared, which reminds us, a bright illustrates Yeshua's ninth condition. Haro chavero to ben akrami, one who sees his friend, lost among the vineyards, mefasik ve'o mefasik ve'yored, should cut his way through up and down, ad shemahalei le'ir ogoderek, until he reaches the city or the road. Ve'chen hu shato ben akrami, and so it is when he himself is lost among the vineyards. All right, so now it's time to conclude their pop quiz of ten questions. Number one, which stuff to discuss owning cats? That's on duff. Pay. Good number two. Which of the one that Mashiach was also instituted for Shomrim? That's on Duff. Ein test. Good number three. Which of the one that Yeshua's ten to nine also pine bubble and the rest of Chutzlards? That's on Duff. 
payoff. Good number four. Washington won the decree not to raise swine in Eretz Yisrael is based on the incident with Hyrcanus and the besiegers putting a pig in the basket instead of the lamb that was meant for the avoda. That's on Duff. Pay base. Good number five. Which of the one, one may not raise domesticated animals in Eretz Yisrael? And if one did, he may sell them little by little. That's on Duff. Pay. Good number six. Which of the one that one of Yeshua's ten to nine is that one lost in someone else's vineyard? May cut his way out. That's on Duff. Pay off. Good number seven. Which of the one about Ezra's the kind of Kriya Torah on Mondays and Thursdays? That's on Duff. Pay base. Good number eight. Which of them Rabbi Shimon holds? Call Omid Lizrok Kazarok Dummy. That's on Duff. Pay buff. Good number nine. Which of them about Ezra's the kind of that a woman must comb her hair to ensure there's no chatzitza before Tevila? That's on Duff. Pay base. Good at number ten. Which of them if the gun have sold all but one one hundredth of the animal, he does not pay Dald the hay? That's on Duff. Ein Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is everybody from Goldhart from Zirkhubushin. A great day and great learning.